Welcome. You're listening to the Bulldog Educator Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kirsten Wilson. Thank you so much for listening. Music created for the Bulldog Educator is by David Galvez. Podcast platform is through anchor.fm. Welcome back to the Bulldog Educator Season 2. Wasn't really sure we would make it to a season two, but here we are. And those of you that have been loyal listeners um, and subscribers, thank you so much. Please, if you haven't already, share this uh, um, podcast with your friends and get the word out. And this season, I hope to do more mini episodes, not long episodes, um, so that you can catch me in a quick walk on a break. Um, for a couple of minutes or a short drive between um, work and home or home and the pickup line uh, to pick up the kids or um, just if you need to escape to the car and and can reasonably escape for a couple of minutes without anybody missing you. Um, This is um, what I'm trying to do is to give bite-sized pieces of things along the way. So in this episode, Um, which is season two, episode one, I am going to talk about, do you dress the part? And, um, one of the things that's really hit home to me is that we all taught in what I call the zoom mullet during the pandemic, um, business on top, yoga pants on bottom or pajama pants on bottom or athletic shorts on bottom, but we all taught. And what we wore did not take away from our effectiveness or ineffectiveness as a teacher or an educator. And it just got me to thinking um, about, do you guys, and maybe you aren't part of this, but I remember the day when the dress code said probably 50 things that a female teacher needed to do and maybe three things that a male teacher needed to do. One of the things I remember are I had to wear pantyhose with sandals in Arkansas, humidity and hot weather. Y'all, there is nothing like pantyhose and sandals um, at recess duty in 98 degrees with 95% humidity. There is just no good way to talk about that. Um, You also had to wear pantyhose with your dress slacks And you were uh, told to wear dress shoes that required somewhat of a heel. Um, I also remember a little bit later in my career, um, and I was in another location um, that, and this is going to date me um, because now it's um, considered vintage clothing and all of the kids now are wearing it, is that we had cute overalls that you could get at the Gap or Old Navy. And we loved as teachers wearing these because they had tons of pockets. So we wouldn't lose our dry erase markers, our pencils, our chalk, our pens, um, our keys, um, the bathroom pass, whatever. We could keep everything in there and keep teaching and we wouldn't lose anything. And I remember one year we were able to wear them. And then there was a a personnel policy update about a dress and we were no longer allowed to wear overalls. Go figure. Um, So I remember that day. I also remember um, being an elementary teacher and as things were transitioning to being more hands-on and getting down in the floor with kids and things, um, you know, kindergarten teachers especially, here we were wearing skirts, dresses, 
And then you would see uh, coaches and PE uh, teachers showing up in shorts and t-shirts. And their explanation is their job required it and what they did um, every day. And I was just curious, you know, that seemed odd to me that we getting on the floor and doing hands-on learning um, and doing that and heels and skirts um, was any different from the physicality of the work with regarding coaching and PE. So that was rather confusing to me and how they could justify one and, and not the other and that the coach's clothing code versus the skirts and dresses or the teacher um, dress code could be different. The other thing um, that I found that's really odd to me is that when you're in that that first you know meeting of the year and everybody's lining out their expectations and what they they want from you and the leader of that organization or that um, district or that um, campus says I expect all of my educators to dress professionally. What does that even mean, dress professionally? And who determines what professional is? Um, and, you know, who gets to decide that? And who determines what is dress professional? Um, it's just curious to me because professional means you're able to do your job, and that kind of gets us back to overalls. I mean, if we really want to be able to do our job and do it effectively, teachers should be able to wear overalls so that they can carry all the things they need to carry and keep up with all the items they need to keep up with. I don't know about y'all, but um, I am constantly um, misplacing my remote control or misplacing my um, iPad pencil if I'm using it to teach remotely. And um, I just can't imagine what it would be like and if I could wear overalls I could keep up with all that and then you know what is professional because to me overalls in my um, upbringing represent hard work um, my grandfather was a farmer and um, my dad worked with lots of farmers and typically uh, and then when my husband first started his career in an agricultural field he um, had relationships with farmers and a lot of them wore overalls because it was practical. It represented hard work. I helped them to keep up with things and get the job done. And so was that, is that considered not professional for an educator if it gets the job done? Um, also laborers um, is a representation. And today I'm, I'm recording this on Labor Day. Overalls to me is a symbol of the American workforce. And yet if a teacher showed up at school in overalls, I wonder if someone would deem that as unprofessional. Um, and yet it's so practical because, hey, pockets. I also wonder when we talk about dress professional and we have new teachers in the field and they've spent every dime they have to set up their classroom, possibly move into a new apartment, settle in in life, and they're living on borrowed money at this point um, because they don't get their first paycheck until middle of September. And we have this meeting and, they, and the, and you know, the leader of that uh, campus says, I need everybody to dress professionally. And there is a barrier because on top of everything else, all the unknowns and, and the frightened feelings that they have about teaching for the first time, um, 
is that another barrier that is being put in place for new teachers? And on top of that, dress professionally is truly subjective. Um, and there's not really a standard or an understanding of what that is. And when someone says that to their, their teachers, they're telling their teachers a message that what they're focused on isn't really focusing on the learning. And in some ways it implies a lack of trust in those professional teachers, because after all, we are professionals. We've gone to school, we've gotten an educational degree. Some of us have gone on to get additional degrees. And then we are talked to as if we're being told to wear a uniform at McDonald's. Really the focus should be on the social and emotional well-being of our educators and focusing on that instead of what it's you're wearing and letting that be so unclear as Brene Brown says, to be clear is to be kind. And if you're going to say the statement dress professionally, then you better come with examples of what that is. And it better be a same standard um, gender wise, both male and female. And you should expect your coaches and your PE educators to dress the same way that you expect your teachers in the classroom to dress. Um, there should not be a double standard. Work as an educator comes with all kinds of hard stuff. And we know that there's been more hard stuff in the last two years as we've navigated this pandemic than there ever has been. So when someone says dress professionally, I really, really wonder where they are and do they really connect with their educators in the classroom? Do they really understand the hard work that's going on in the classrooms with students? And do they really want their teachers energy to be taken away from the focus of learning to concern themselves with the clothing on their back? So work as an educator comes with all kinds of hard stuff, like I said, and should they also have to worry about how they're judged for how they dress? So I just ask yourself, both as a fellow educator and colleague, and if you're in a position of leadership, to encourage your educators instead of hold them to standards um, that can cause barriers or create um, undue stress with them when it comes to dress. If you do have a concern, one of the first things I would ask myself if it has to do with dress, is it your own bias or is it a legitimate concern? And I also encourage you to not send out a random email that goes to everyone that's ambiguous and nobody knows who's talking about who, or it creates side conversations that can isolate and um, diminish a sense of belonging with with your teachers. Don't send a group email. Don't announce in a, in a general staff meeting or have someone else go tell the person that you want to address the issue with for you. By all means, do it yourself. Go talk to them because if it's a legitimate concern, they probably would appreciate your going to them and talking to them directly. They may have an unknown need that they've been afraid to say. And if you approach them with grace and understanding, 
they may be able to let you know what's going on and there may be something that you can help them with. Ultimately, our job as educators is to build capacity in our students and in each other. And let's not start off with creating a situation where people are wondering, Am, do I dress the part? Let's focus on the fact that we're educators and we have a job to do and let's help each other do it. And so in that way, let's build capacity in one another, let's encourage one another, and let's show each other that we care deeply for one another and have real conversations about what really matters with one another. This is Kirsten Wilson, and this is your Bulldog Educator signing off. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bulldog Educator, hosted by yours truly, Kirsten Wilson. You can find the Bulldog Educator on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle at the Bulldog EDU. That's at the Bulldog EDU. You can also find us and content related to education and this podcast on our blog at thebulldogedu.org.